Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. Today we are joined by Dylan from the Eagle Eye podcast. We're going to be talking uh, post-classico reactions. And uh, on the call, I also have Luis and Flo, as usual. What's going on, guys? What up, what up, guys? We are, what is it, three days removed from El Clasico? Still hurts. <laughs> yeah, big three days. I guess we'll start it off. Like, what, uh, what do you guys think of the game overall? Uh, I don't, like, me personally, I don't think it lived up to the hype. But I don't know how you guys felt about the game. You can let Dylan uh, go, I guess. Yeah, Dylan, give us yeah, your yeah, yeah, I, I feel you, man. I don't think it really lived up to the hype either. There was just like sometimes, at the, sometimes in the game where it was just kind of like, like low, low, and like it was kind of boring. And then like there were that times that like it did peak, and like you know we did see some tension, and we did see some good stuff from both teams. But at the end of the day, it just didn't live up to the to the hype overall. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree with Dylan. I think uh, I was really disappointed in the game. Um, I, I thought, although America kind of controlled the game, it was still a really sloppy game. So to me, it didn't really live up to it. Yeah, I, I thought it was, it was just like a it was a sloppy game. Like nobody was passing the ball. Like everybody was imprecise the whole game. And I I thought it was boring. Like at one point, I tweeted um, I was like, oh, this game is making me sleepy. And then like a minute later, I think Pulido scored, and I was like, never mind. But up to that point, I was I was bored. I was like, "Yo, this game, this game kind of sucks." Yeah, the first half was mad boring, and definitely more boring for us as Chivas fans. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure if you're an America fan, you probably at least had the hope that they would score because it did have more ball possession. But for us, for me, for me, it was it was disappointing. Yeah, I think America, America came out and just started attacking us right away, and um, we got lucky not to concede. I think in the first half. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, speaking on that too, as well. You know, to me, um, it didn't really necessarily surprise me to send to as well. Like you know, that's kind of what I expected. And um, also to not just not scoring the goal. I mean, that's kind of been the our whole story this whole year, and even going back to the Clausura too a little bit too as well. You know, just we have all these chances, we have the opportunity to score, and we just don't finish. And you know, what's going through my mind is you know how long can we keep this up before? Uh, she was get into their rhythm and get into their game, and then sure enough, you know, we practically let she was get into their game a little bit, and then ended up scoring that goal too as well. Uh, now, Dylan, now you said you weren't surprised with America. Were you surprised with how defensive she was looking that first half? Um, no, I mean, cause um, I, I did, I did, like we said, you know, when we talked about it too last week too as well. It's kind of what I expected, and and um, how it came out too as well. Um. um Really, too, I saw a lot from Mateus Uribe and, and Guido Rodriguez, too, as well, in that midfield. Uh, Mateus Uribe, you know, something that um, y'all really y'all really had tr- struggle controlling, too, as well, going into the starting in the first half, too, as well. So, you know, um, really, you know, not, not too surprising. It's just uh, I know y'all, I know some of y'all's concerns with the center back position, too, as well. So, you know, that that's what kind of surprised me is that's not scoring that goal. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in, I the, in the first half, you guys had one opportunity that um, Pereira cleared, not on the line, but basically, it was just him between the goal because Godinho had jumped the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and then there was a header from Oribe. 
I think there was like a shot from Uribe outside the box that Godinho blocked to the right of the goal. There was some, you guys had a couple opportunities in the first half, and I, I thought America was the better team in the first half. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no doubt too. I mean, I'm not saying that too as a America fan, but you know, it's just like I said at the end of the day, you know that that's just been the story. You know, having those chances, you know, we even had the game controlled. You know, it's just we don't have our shooting boots. You know, does that come down to Oribe and Roger starting? I mean, because um, besides the fact from Oribe, you know, Mister Classical, uh, really disappointed I'd see him find the back of the net. And you know, Roger Martinez just non-existent for me the whole game too as well. Yeah, go uh, on. Well, uh, you can go ahead, Lise. No, I was just gonna say, uh, were you were you happy with the lineup? Were you happy with Cecilio Dominguez how he played? God, heck no, no, I really wasn't. I like, like I was, I was tweeting the second half, and I tweeted, I said, can we please get Ibarguen on for Cecilio? And I never asked for that. Um, if if you really listen to the pod too, you know, I've always talked about Ibarguen. When he's not really showing me much, and you know, kind of like with Jan Gudino, you know, I doubted him, and I doubted Ibarguen, and he finally shows up. Yeah, I thought Cecilia, I thought Cecilia really didn't do anything. Um, uh, yeah, I was disappointed. Uh, I don't know if it's the, the the formation, the five in the back. I thought we stayed really flat. Uh, we didn't really give the midfielders much help in that first half. Um, and Americo was just able to slowly inch up the field with their back line as well, with their fullbacks, and and just control the midfield. It just, I was disappointed. I was disappointed that there was no adjustments made throughout the whole game. I mean, uh, Luis and Flo, were you guys surprised by anything on the? Like any player that started for Chivas, because I uh, we had a we predicted like on we all predicted our team's lineups on uh, on the Evil Eye pod, but I think we got I, like two two players wrong. We got right. Yeah, well, he he, he we didn't, didn't, have he didn't start and, Oh, we had Pulido, but we didn't have Godinez starting. Yeah, well, I don't. I think we were all surprised that he didn't start Gaius on the and to help out the midfield. Uh, he went with two strikers, and I think I think that made a uh, that played a big role in how the game was played out. Uh, two strikers instead of a guy who could help out the guys in the midfield. Um, that's probably what that's probably what Beltran and Cervantes needed because they were just alone out there. Yeah, I mean Beltran looked good at times, but he um, he's he's a young player and he like holds the ball a little too long. Like he doesn't make the pass yeah, when well, he has to make it. They were, they yeah. were so they were pushed so far back that it's like. Like, you really had no real options downfield, unless it was a long ball. No, but yeah, but I mean, he was making kind of like these um, Orbelin-esque, like, runs that start from deep. But uh, he just didn't have that, that last outlet to set up anything. It was just, like, yeah. nice nice little runs. Yeah, I think there was that one time where he just held on to the ball for way too long. He didn't make a decision. Or he made a bad pass, by I think time it was. He, yeah, yeah, by the time he finally decided to pass it. It was a terrible pass anyways, and the uh, Medica player had already went out there to cover that guy. So, I mean, yeah, but the run before that was, was pretty good. He was making nice runs. Just the final product wasn't there. Yeah, um, Dylan, anybody in the first half from Chivas that kind of had you guys worried? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> to be quite honest, no. No, I mean, uh, just that uh, Van Renken run, you know, and then, the, and then the shot from Polito, too, as well, that went into the back of the net. I mean, other than that, then, no, nobody really like, was, like, a cause for concern for us. We we didn't really see nobody. All right, well, we'll dive, in, we'll dive into the second half now. And, um, well, that's when the goals came in. The 
a nice little run from Van Rankin down the right sideline. And then he onside, cut into the box. Onside run. <laughs> it was Let onside. Let him know that he was onside. <laughs> the referee didn't call it. <laughs> uh, I mean, juked. Uh, I don't know who he juked. Who was the American player that he juked? Uh, was it Sanchez? Sanchez? It, yeah, Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah, I think. All right. So he yeah. just made him look ter- terrible. And then uh, he I... had that. He gave the basically put the goal on the platter for Pulido. Bro, I, I didn't know Van Rankin had this in him this season in him. <laughs> no, nope, nobody him, I think we did. All I don't think anybody it. did. But he's been man, like he like he got called up. He deserves the call up because he's played. He's been playing exceptional this season. Some of those runs he made, man, just impressive. Well, yeah, like we've said it before on uh, previous episodes that um, Van Rankin's been like low key. Like a key player, best player. Like yeah. he has a like key goals, makes good runs. He has assists, and um, none of us. I don't. I don't think any of us had him stepping up in the Clasico. Yeah, he did really good. And then the America goal, which is um, Dylan. You want to describe that goal for us? Uh, yeah. Um, what are you about the running? to the corner flag. We always talked about Ibarata's hustle too as well, you know, just nonstop for him too as well. Able to get it back to Ibarguin. Ibarguin uh, dribbling past, dribbling past uh, I can't remember who, and then it's taking a, a shot. Alan Cervantes. He didn't want to foul him in the box. Yeah, he yeah, got past Cervantes and then, you know, just uh, curling it in, hitting the post and then past Godinho. It, it, it it's funny too because I was in my lobby in my dorm watching the game and I screamed and people were just looking at me whenever they walked by. <laughs> well, th- there was there was it, a deflection that, on that shot. <laughs> yeah. Did the deflection help it? Was it going out or was it going in? I almost felt like it was going out and the deflection kind of like helped it. I think I so know. too. I think it curved it the right way for yeah. America. Yeah. It, yeah. it looked that way too as well. It kind of gave it more of a curve. It had. I think it was going out. Bro, that was disappointing. You know why I was upset? Because, all right, we played, we played, obviously, it's obvious we played bad with the formation. We didn't look good in the first half. So, so we somehow get the, we somehow get the goal. And it kind of seemed like for a second that she wasn't slowly pushing up and maybe our medical was getting tired. So you would, I would have thought at that moment, Cardoso would have made an adjustment saying, all right, we, we didn't, we got the goal, but we still weren't playing well. So why continue to do the same thing? But nope, he, st- he stuck with the five in the back, didn't make any subs. And sure enough, man, they freaking tied the game. Yeah, it's crazy that it was in the 80th minute or whatever it was, and we hadn't made any subs. That's just, I have no idea what he was thinking. Bro, especially with Gaed, man. Someone who's like an engine in the midfield, man, up and down the field. Yeah, in the, in the second half, America was starting to show holes in the in the midfield. And it, like, right right away to me, the, the Monterrey game came up in my head. And I was like, this is same, playing out. Same for this me. is playing out just like the Monterrey game. Throw Gael in there and let's get a goal on the counter. Let's rip him up. But Garosa yeah, I thought, was stubborn. I thought, I thought the exact same thing, man. I thought they were they pre- I thought America pressured and they maybe were starting to show holes a little bit a little bit tired fatigue. But man, we didn't make those subs that were, that like that Cardoso did in that game. It was disappointing. Yeah, we didn't make them to like the eighty second and like eighty eighth minute, something like that. It was really late. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my concerns too, as well, because you know, um, we always talked about uh, America pressing the team, you know, um, not letting them have any space, um, not letting them have the possession too, as well, and you know, it's hard to keep doing that for a full night 
be minutes too as well. And you know, it kind of it kind of showed too, like y'all saying, y'all, y'all saw the holes in the midfield and stuff like that, and obviously exploited it at times. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, talking about that goal, Flo believes that uh, Oliver Peralta shouldn't have even been on the field at that point because he should have got a, <laughs> he should have got a red. <laughs> Wait, what was the play he should have got a red for? Flo, uh, defend you, defend uh, yourself. <laughs> When he uh, when he uh, ran over uh, our center back uh, Pereira, didn't he run over Pereira? Is that who it was? Yeah, like I don't remember that. Gave him yeah. on. Yeah, I don't season. remember that either. When he almost had a seizure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when he almost had a seizure. Yeah. And then he uh, oh, then he passed oh, the the, the Liga MX concussion protocol. <laughs> you know. So you good? Yeah. It's yeah, basically you know you go on the sideline, eat a takis, and get back in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the protocol they, is, but. They, they said they try to keep him off, right? They try to keep him off, and he just said, "No, I'm going back in." <laughs> yeah, but they Liga MX. I think soccer in general needs a a concussion protocol, like kind of like the NFL, like somebody independent that's not going to sway in like one team's favor. Because it's happened a lot. I remember, um, like the worst one I saw was uh, some I forgot what year. It was like a it was a Uruguay game, and one of the guys got like head butted. And then he went back to the game, but you could see, like, he, he wasn't even running straight, like, straight up. Wasn't that in the World Cup? Yeah, I think so. And he was, like, running, like, yeah. sideways and shit. And I was like, yo, like, this guy can't be on the field. He can, this could Bro, be, like, I would, serious uh, damage. I would rather have Pereira with CTE than fucking Marina. <laughs> CTE. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I saw people tweeting. They're like, "Oh man, if we if Pereira doesn't come back in, this is gonna be bad." I was like, "Damn, that's fucked up." Because <laughs> we should care about this guy's health a little more than the the game going on right now. <laughs> but in the back of my Bro, mind, I was like, "Damn, I need him to play." <laughs> in the heat of the moment, in a Clasico, it's so hard to think rational. <laughs> you don't care. You just want to see your team win. Yeah, but I I think that that was just uh, the inertia of the play. Like, yeah, there was no um, yeah. no malintent in that in that uh, collision. But Flo Flo said, uh, "But I deserve the red card for that." <laughs> <laughs> and if not a red card, he should have just been held out for that concussion. <laughs> they put like an arm sleeve on his head and put him back. Oh up there. my god! Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> for that. real, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bleeding a little bit right there too after that. Yeah, they're like, you, they're like protocols. you don't have to watch your kids grow up. Get back out there. It's cool. <laughs> Did he get? He didn't get called though, right? Peralta? No. 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 He, he retired already from the national team. Oh Did he? yeah, he guilted yeah. Osorio into taking him to the World Cup. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> He's like, if once once the World Cup is over, I'm gonna retire, and Osorio's like. Guild, was no, guilt, how, how'd, you, guilty. how'd you feel that call up as an America fan? Did you want to see Peralta in the World Cup or not? I mean, like, I get it. Like, you know, you don't want to see him, but like, to me, uh, I feel like you know, this guy's been to the World Cup before, um, and you know, he has a lot of experience in the international stage show as well. I feel like he could bring some experience, you know, just maybe as like a third striker too as well. But you know, I kind of, I kind of was kind of on the fence too as well. You know, I was like, yeah, I see it as a good thing, but no, nah, we should have brought in somebody younger too as well, maybe. Yeah, we made a list and like took out like thirteen of those players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to see half the squad. Bro. 
Yeah, I think I think I had like twelve people on the squad that made them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flo didn't even have enough to field the team. <laughs> Um. All right, we can talk about the last uh, the last play of the game, how the game ended. Oh my god! Um, uh, It was a box, a ball in the box that was going to Henry Martin, mm-hmm. and then Gudinho basically ran Henry Martin over, didn't touch the ball, and there was a penalty called in America's favor. And um, what's his name? Uribe, right? Steps mm-hmm. up. Yeah, Mateus. Yeah. He took it up upon himself apparently to kick the, the, pen- to kick sent, the penalty. Uh, yep, the same guy that sent Colombia home in the World Cup against uh, England. And he choked again. I, or, I mean, or did Gudinho like just stop a spectacular penalty? And then, no, yeah, like spe- yeah. Great penalty. <laughs> like- yeah, it looked like, yeah. A, like a bad PK. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's just how it is and has been too. You know, America has a PK, you know. You don't get your hopes up because you don't have nobody to take the, the PK. I mean, besides Menes, but Menes is injured right now still. So, I mean, we really don't have nobody. All right, so, so tell us, who is the PK taker? Because yeah. every weekend, Herrera seems to criticize whoever takes it. <laughs> exactly. Like, there, there, there just seems to be no set one. I mean, like, you, I, you can't name nobody off this list who to take it. I mean, I was like... My I, guess- I, I mean, I was like, my guess, my your guess, guess is what? Probably Cecilio Dominguez, probably. That's probably who it would have been. But by that point, he was out of the game, and they were probably like, uh, all right, whoever asked for it. I mean, I, I've, I've seen some people say that Roger should have stayed on and took it. I feel like Roger would have made it to as well. I'm just like, at this point, I don't know. I mean, we don't have any good penalty takers, too, as well. And so it's just frustrating to, to really get see that save, you know, even though it was a bad PK, too, as well. I, I, I was going to tweet out right away that he was going to miss it. I knew, like, when he, uh, I remembered right away that he was the one that sent uh, Columbia packing in the World Cup. And you just, like, it took, like, a minute for him to take the penalty, like, so much time arguing. Right, the, yeah. The, the pack crowd, I mean, and, and it's kind of like a 50 50 crowd. So there's a lot of Chivas fans yelling as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I was there at the, at the Chivas for Toronto game where Michael Bradley missed. And, man, it makes the, like, it really makes a big difference when you're there live, man, to hear all those people cheering against you. Right. And I had a feeling he was gonna miss it. And Godinho looks so tall too, man. He's such a presence. I'm sure for like opposing kickers. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely, man. I don't know. I mean, like you said, he could have had those nerves still, and I, I know as hell I would should have had those nerves still. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, I wasn't necessarily surprised. You know, I was disappointed still. You know, because that was a chance for us to win the game. But you know, at the end of the day, like I said, we don't have any good PK takers. So I mean. What, what more can you expect, really? Yeah, I, I mean, if I, I mean, if Ivan and Christian heard me that, they'll probably bash me right now. But I mean, that's just the way I see it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, just, that's just that's just that's just honestly the way I see it. And so I'm just like, so do they think that that you guys have good PK takers then? Or? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing so. Like, I feel like they're like, no, dude, you gotta be positive. You gotta, you gotta think this. That, like, you gotta, you gotta give some positive. I'm just like. No, I mean, like, yeah, it's gotta, just the truth. You it's just realistic. the truth. You gotta be real. Yeah, like, be real. Really, really is. Yeah. And so, that's just that's just how it is, too, as well. And then, you know, um, honestly, you know, uh, being, you know, the better team in the first half and having all those 
chances too as well. I mean, yeah, it hurt because we could have had the win too as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm seeing as like, well, this has been the whole story. Like I said before, this has been the whole story all year too as well. We had the chances and we just don't make them. So, I mean, what's there to really all right, so, be so this was just about. a typical game for you guys? So, to me, to me it was. But, okay. like, for Iron Christian, like, they, they, they like it hurt them because they knew that America had the chance to win it, but we didn't. But, like, to me, I'm just like, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, it hurts me, like I said, but it's, it's still, going back to what I said, it's still the same story that has been all year so far. All right. All right. Um, Dylan, what what did you think of uh, Gudinho's performance in, in this game? Because well, on, on your podcast, we, some of us, According to Luis, <laughs> doubted, doubted, them. doubted, doubted you know, Gudino. There's proof of this, right? <laughs> there's proof that you that me. you doubted him too. <laughs> That's news, what I'm bro. saying. You're not you're not including yourself in this now. <laughs> Fake news. But you 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 guys know how we felt about Gudino, like not going into this game specifically, but overall in the season so far. But I want to get like your perspective of what you thought of his performance. Um. Yeah. When I whenever the game ends, you know, I'm thinking. I said, man. It really shut up a lot of people. <laughs> Proved a lot of people wrong too. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean he had a good performance overall too, as well. And uh, you know, I think you know you look at it too. And the back line obviously stepped up tremendously too, as well. Um, obviously, us not having a chance to score in the first half too, as well. So um, he really did step up a lot too. For uh, uh, he had he really had a good performance. Deserving of the you guys, I will ask all you guys. Deserving of the national team call up, you guys think? Playing so good in a Clásico, deserving of a, of a national team call-up? I, I think it's cool to call up these young goalkeepers and just give them a taste of the national team. I don't think it's just based off of this one game he had. They pro- they've probably been eyeing him like his whole, his whole career now because he's played in Europe and he came back to Mexico. I think it's good to see what he has on, I guess, what he can show on the national team if they give him minutes. Yeah, and I think he's been part of the youth process for the for like the youth teams. Yeah, so he, he played this in. This is just the, like he stopped like a big penalty in the on the under seventeen team, I think, before already. Like he he yeah, has so think, stopped penalties. Like, he's okay. So this is just him following like following along the process. He's finally getting Division One minutes, like playing well. So it's cool. Yeah, but I don't now. I want to get uh, Luis and Flo's. Uh, I guess thoughts on Gudinho's performance. Man of the match, bro. Seventy-two, seventy-two hours match. later, still man of the match. Uh, yeah. I Just think man of the match. Alone. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, don't I don't think you could take that match. away. But like overall, would you? Because after that, I was like, all right, Gudinho's like our guy, and then I sit, sat down and really think to think about it. And I was well, like, still, I, think, I don't know. Like, I think he is. I think he's what we've said. He is though. I think he looks shaky at times, but he seems he seems to still come up with like some big stops here and there. In this game, more than in this game, more than he has in the season. Um, so yeah, I mean, he played well. He yeah. played really good, actually. I think you need to give him more time. I mean, this is the first time he's getting these minutes, and I think at the beginning of the year, compared to recently, he looked way shakier at the beginning of the year. And plus, he had that injury, so he missed time. So we haven't really seen him. We haven't really seen too much of him. But I mean, you definitely see the talents there, the potentials there. He does. He has shown signs of signs of a 
being a really good goalkeeper, especially you know this past Sunday. So I still think he uh, he can be a our future number one or you know whatever whatever happens. But I still believe him. I never doubted him for the record. Man, <laughs> yeah. hopefully it was, um... was Varro, Luis, Rigo, all of them. <laughs> Not me. And oh, hopefully you weren't, you weren't on the call. That's why I think you would have agreed. <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. I wasn't there. Every time I miss an episode, you guys say some stupid shit. Like, I think last time I missed an episode, you guys were, like, trying to clown Chucky the whole episode or something. I was like, oh, really? Bro, for, for, so, for Godinho, hopefully this is one of those games, like, a Clásico Nacional, he's getting all this praise, he just got the call up. It's just, hopefully it's just one of those games that gives him confidence going forward. Yeah, especially for a young goalkeeper, you know, a lot of times that, that boost and confidence can, can go a long way. Yeah, I I think I'm turning. I'm like starting to believe in him, but I I still I don't know. I still have my doubts, but whatever. If he keeps winning games, or you know what it is, it's games, oh, what is we've it? been we've almost been um spoiled, been spoiled over the years <laughs> yeah. from Osvaldo Talavera. Um, who's the other one that was Michel Nencota. Cota. Yeah, man, we've been spoiled with goalkeepers, and they've, and we're used they've to like, all kind of been older too. Like once they take over the, except Dala, he he only had like two years, and then we sold them. And a lot of those were like uh, probably like all around the same height, a little bit more agile, more quicker, probably. So that's where probably where Godinho stands out. Like he's taller, so probably a little like, bit lankier. Probably like a more Mexican goalkeeper style. I think Godinho yeah, yeah. has like that little European style feel. That Courtois. Yeah, where he's, where he's so tall, and maybe he'll struggle with certain like shots on the ground. But he, but he keeps yeah, showing you the garbage. <laughs> Come on, you suck, man. You just shoot it between his legs. He can't stop anything that's shot low. <laughs> that's because he's so fucking tall, bro. <laughs> he yeah, like six he, six. He can't get low. He can't get down low enough, uh, fast enough. <laughs> Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about that uh, happened? In El- oh, um, I should want to talk about some things that Rada said in his post-game conference or whatever it was. Um, Dylan, he, I think Rada said, like two things I think that I wanted your opinion on. What was it? One, he said Chivas celebrated a tie like we had just won like the Champions League or something like that. Like we like it's sad that we're celebrating a tie. But there's like Man. there are games this season that America celebrated ties I think against Pumas or Veracruz, one of those. Yeah. So it's like I don't I don't know why Arreta's saying that stuff. I don't. What do, What do you think? Uh, well, I mean, when has when has Arreta ever made sense in the press conference <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I think it was I think it was this season. I think he walked out on one too as well. I think. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so I mean, he he says a lot of things too. I think he's I think he's letting the the rivalry get to him too as well. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of times too where I didn't I didn't necessarily celebrate, but I was glad we were able to pull out the draw, especially against the, the against the Pumas too as well. I was able to uh, we were able to grab that one too as well. Um, you know, I actually know that one. I can't really say much because I was actually busy that day. I think I was working that day, so I didn't get to catch the game. I had to record it. But um, you know, I don't think it's necessarily fair for Miguel Hidalgo to say that whenever, whenever he um, 
especially when the team could have won to, against uh, against Chivas too as well. And, you know, other times too as well where we could say that we could have won or we could have played better, especially with the team that we got. Yeah, I think that's just um, Herrera being Herrera. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. definitely agree. Yeah, and he's just like... frustrated, man. Yeah. I mean, because he, he knows too at the same time, you know, that the, the seat just got warmer, especially after knowing that, you know, watching the game, you could have won this game. I think the seat just got warmer with him too as well, and a lot of fans are already calling for his head. That's probably what it was. It was the pressure. It was the pressure heading into the game, and maybe not warmer, but he could have probably saved like a couple of weeks, like without any hearing any backlash, winning the game, and he didn't. So mm-hmm. that's probably what it was. And like I mean, said, when does when does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, to, to to me, to me and Ivan at least, uh, we want him to finish out, you know, the up and tutor and then go to the class student. You know, if nothing's won, then you know we'll just part ways with him. But he, I think he's already come out and said too as well. If he doesn't win the league, the um, in the opportunity that, that he's gone, like he's just not. He he won't stay ground for the Clausura. So, um, a lot of a lot of interesting things gonna happen. You know, depending on the outcome of this season. What's um What's your take on the way he criticized? He's criticized some of the players with like the penalties, or maybe even the way he's maybe like some of the we see some of the things that has happened in practice where player young players have got hurt. And he just seems to like not even care about it. Um, like what? What's your take on that? What I, I don't. I don't really. I don't. I don't really like that because to me, it just seems like he doesn't have uh, a hold on the locker room. It just doesn't show that he's showing his leadership too, as well. And it, I think some people can say that Piojo is the type to motivate players. Um, right, right now, uh, he. I think. I still think he's still the best man for the job. But you know, there's sometimes where we feel like he overthinks himself too, as well. Whenever it comes to. Uh, 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 adapting to the game whenever the game's going, um, overthinking things, uh, especially a sub. You know, I'm, I remember y'all uh, complaining about how um, y'all didn't see a sub to like the 82nd minute. You know, there's at times when I get frustrated with that too, as well. And Bioho doesn't do that too, as well. But overall, you know, I just think it's immature of him a little bit too, as well. I don't like how he's criticizing that. There's there's certain ways to criticize players too, as well. And you know, there's criticism to really bring down the player and then there's constructive criticism to help this player get better and I don't really think he's putting out that constructive criticism right now yeah the penalty thing is weird especially as you head down like the stretch of the season and you're going into the playoffs where where penalties might matter mm-hmm. and you're putting this type of pressure or, or criticism on the players and they might not respond yeah yeah exactly too and you know um, you know the win was was big it was big for both teams, you know, not just necessarily for bragging rights, but I know y'all are looking for a win, you know, to really be around in that top eight, that top, the in the top eight, you know, in that eighth spot for whenever the gear rolls around too as well. And, you know, that was a chance for us to close in on Cruz Azul too as well to get to get the in the first spot too as well. And so, you know, now we got a big stretch of games coming up too as well where, you know, all the points are going to matter too. Right. You guys don't want that. No one wants that first spot though. I feel like they'll always choke. Yeah, Cruz was going to choke the season away. It's like the perfect, <laughs> first round. the perfect spot for them. <laughs> yeah, are going to lose. They're going to lose to Chivas because we're going to sneak in in eighth. <laughs> yeah, that, that game when they beat us was was trash. Like that pitch was was trash that day. That was yeah, that was we could have uh, beat them. Rainy game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like muddy. Like yeah. the players were slipping everywhere. Like the ball got stuck. Like you're running and like making a run with the ball and they just you leave it behind. <laughs> it was just a bad day that day. 
But that was yeah. like there was a game in Mexico like the day before that was similar, no? Prior to that game, I forgot who played, but there was a game uh, similar to that Chivas Cross weekend. The Friday this night weekend, game. I, yeah, yeah. I forgot who Monterrey it was. and Cholos. Might have been, yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, it was like a bad. Well, that was like in September, right? It was like a bad September for, like weather wise for oh. Mexico. It was just raining all the time. Yeah, it was like the third week. It was, it was early in the season. Yeah, it might have been late August. Or it might have been the second week, actually. Mm. We had back-to-back. I think our first two games were trash, trash fields. Oh, yeah, we played Charlos, and then we played at our so at our awesome. stadium. But, yeah, it was, like, pouring. Yeah. So we couldn't really read what we had. But, yeah, the, the second thing I wanted to talk about, I think we kind of got into it with Dylan, was um that Herrera was, like, so open about putting it out there that uh, Matias Uribe wasn't supposed to take the penalty. And that he doesn't know why he took it. Like, that just shows that you don't have your locker room under control. Like, I don't know why you would put that out there and just, and not just address it in the locker room at, like, closed doors and so nobody finds out. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, I understand. I get it, too. And I saw something, too, as well, that said that he actually um, asked for it, too, as well. And so they they gave it to him and he took it and. You know, who knows, you know, what's, what was going through his head. Maybe he was trying to redeem himself after that World Cup exit, too, as well. Um, I can't remember which game it was, too, as well. He had a really bad game, and Piojo actually benched him for it, too, as well. And so, you know, he's really been trying to step up and really trying to be a leader in this team, too, as well. And to me, he still hasn't shown it, and, you know, he he still can be he can be a better player, too, as well. And, you know, Piojo overall, you know, just I, I feel like doesn't have control of the soccer room, too, as well. Uh, there, I know there was a, a rumor going around in the Glasuda toward the end of Glasuda too as well that the locker room was out of hand and that they were getting ready to sell one of the players because of it and you know it never happened so it was obviously just a rumor too as well that's interesting yeah I don't know I I never thought Herrera was like that like a long term coach that could keep a locker room together so to me it's not like I don't I'm not surprised by the stuff that comes out but um but sometimes you know you gotta Sometimes that goes to like Mexican media too. That they kind of just find find out something and then like sink their teeth into it and exploit that story as much as possible. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, uh, they love to do that. Yep, anything they'll take anything and just run with it. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Do you, you guys have anything else, or Dylan, if you have something you want to ask us before I guess we move uh, on to like just cheap stuff. Yeah, um, I just wanted to ask y'all, you know, who was a, a player, you know, that really stood out to y'all from America's side that really, like, scared y'all whenever America was on the counter or, you know, in the, especially in that first opening minutes of the first half, too, as well? Well, pro- probably um, Uribe, because he was, he looked like a real threat anytime time um, America was up and attacking. And then for him to be the guy that couldn't finish it, it was, was kind of, like, like uh, I don't know, it's like satisfactory for me, but I think Oribe would look dangerous whenever he was um, commanding like the attack. I think he he I worried thought, me. Uh, I thought Guido had a good real was it Guido. No, no, what's his name? Guido Rodriguez. Yeah, Guido, Guido Rodriguez. Yeah. I thought he had a really good game. But as far as I'm always worried, whoever played on Nadia on this side. Uh, so was, what's his name? Oh, Renato Ibarra. Yeah, he looked good too. I was like, I'm always surprised that like, they just don't give him the ball every chance, every play. He's let him go at Ari Cervantes. Cervantes had to drop back a lot and help Ari's out. Yeah. 
I mean, that whole there was a lot of players, especially in that first half. That uh, America was just pushing players up. So, so uh, I know we kind of already touched base on this too now, but like, um, and y'all probably talk about this too later on in the pod. But like, what's something y'all kind of take away from this now going into the next game? Because I'm I'm pretty sure you look at this and you have a lot to take away, especially going for the rest of the season too, as I push for that last spot uh, for the playoffs. I think for me, it's we need we need Orbelin and Michael Paris to come back so we can get away from the from the five in the back because I think it's it's slowly starting to hurt us. Um, it, sure, it covers up a, a lot on the defense side, but offensively, like man, we need more players forward. So hopefully, hopefully that's what we that's what Carlos learned is that the five in the back it just doesn't work for us. Um, yeah, I think. I'm I'm getting a little tired of the five in the back too, and uh, but I think what we've seen from Chivas with these injuries is a uh, promising, and I think we're gonna make a push for like that seventh or eighth spot in the in the liguilla. I think we're tied with Pachuca right now, right? We're just behind them on goal difference. Yeah, I think we're ninth place. That's correct. Still? Yep, correct. And we were, we're we're gonna get into it a little later, but Chivas' schedule right now is um is pretty favorable, like. For us, we we don't have a tough schedule. I think America has one of the more tougher schedules remaining. Yeah, they definitely do. So um, I think I, yeah. I I think I like where Chivas is right now. I like what they've been showing like the last two three weeks. Like the team's never the team is like consistent now. We, we don't have like a great week and then like two terrible weeks. We kind of have consistent yeah. games now. I like that. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the most I got out of the game was that going forward, I like I like our chances. Um, like you said, we're, we're going to talk about it later, but our schedule the rest of the way is not that difficult. Um, America was the obvious game for the rest of the season that was going to be the, our toughest toughest test, and we got out of there with a point, you know. Um, I think after we played Pumas this weekend, our our schedule is really favorable so i expect us to to make a strong push for not not at the eight spot but i expect us to end up like maybe like six or so let's see what happens but yeah right now we're we're in ninth but we're tied with pachuca sixth is four points ahead of us right now that's why I, i think six is like a little bit of a reach but I think that seventh and eighth spot are there for us to take if we want it. Dylan, uh, before you go, like, what's your for your team? What's your expectations heading down the the final couple games? Um, yeah, big test for us too, as well the, for the rest of the season. Uh, obviously, we play uh, Tigres this coming weekend. We still got uh, Toluca to play. We still got Santos to play too, as well. I think Santos is away too, as well, and, and um. I can't remember who else, but there's one big one, too, as well, that we were kind of watching, too, as well. So um, from here on out, for us, too, we're looking at it as, you know, getting a result. And for us, the result's kind of a win, too, as well, because every point from here on out counts. And so we don't we don't really want to drop points as well um, as the season going forward, too, as well. So I think we're shooting for top three at this point, too, as well. Maybe top four, maybe pushing a little bit. But that's what we're kind of expecting from Medica this far out. If they can play consistently, too, as well, and play to the what what we know they can play to as well, especially with the players they got. Do you see uh 
do you see like a championship in sight or maybe like a late playoff push or or it's still too early to tell um to me a little bit too as well you 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 look at this side you look at it on paper uh you really think it's a championship side too as well but if if, if i'm going to be real honest you know it's, it's kind of hard to say because at times we don't don't know what america we're gonna get you know this team could be playing lights out this team could be creating chances and having opportunities and then all of a sudden we turn around and let the other team bring it to us and they have all the chances and we have to fight back from behind too as well and this team is is at times is not very good at fighting back and and making a level or winning the game too as well so you know um it's kind of hard for me to say a little bit too right now too as well it's just i'm just kind of waiting to see how the season finishes out and how they if they finish off on a high note or not Got it. All right. Well, Dylan, we're going to get into some just Chivas talk. Uh, thank you for joining us on the call. Um, we had we had fun on your podcast. I hope you, you had fun on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, I did. Thanks, thanks for having me. Um, Christian, Christian and Ivan apologized. They couldn't be there. Um, Christian has something to do, and Ivan's in class right now. So, um, but no. No, I mean I appreciate y'all having me on too as well, and uh, I mean Ivan wanted me to tell Flo to remind him who's the king of FIFA and that's him. Oh damn! Yeah. Tell Ivan that I'll be playing him next. next year. I'll play him next year. We're not letting Flo like. We're not letting Flo play again. Man, it's like I, I feel like like I had more shots, more shots on target, more possession. He just got lucky, you, you know. You let Tom Marshall down, bro. Yeah, bro. I, I I missed the penalty at the end, so Godinho could save the one in the game. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm real superstitious like that, so it worked out. All right, all right, guys. So uh, I think thanks for having me on again. All right, later, man. All right, bye, guys. All right, so that was our uh, post, I guess, post game reaction to. El Clásico. Now we can move on to Chivas, just Chivas things. And uh, we'll start off with the national team call-ups that came out today. We have four players representing Chivas. We got Gudinho, like we said before, Van Rankin, Brizuela, and Chelo Saldivar. You guys think all of them deserve to be called up? No. Not Saldivar. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say Chelo deserves it. I think I mean, they kind of they kind of have to see what they have. Well. They they need to find like a a striker they can bring. To you think that's what to, it is. To they're any, like yeah. They're like, well, he got caught up last time. Out? Yeah. They have they have to because who do you have? You have Chicharito and then you have Jimenez. After Man, so that, call up the kid from Toluca. I thought he was gonna get called up. Like his name was all over Twitter and like I, yeah, I had seen a tweet too. I seen a tweet that someone said it that he was most likely going to be in a call up I'm surprised he wasn't yeah because I, I like that kid he, he's, a, he's a good player and he's been scoring yeah, goals for Henry Toluca. Martin got called the two players who didn't play in the, in the Clásico or didn't start Henry Martin and Saldiva are freaking called up yeah Henry Martin's card <laughs> bro even alright Brizuela deserves it yeah even though he is, he is he is older but, um, yeah, but he's, if, he's been having a but good But if you gave me like an option of a young of a younger player, like uh, Diego uh, Dylan was telling us Diego Lennox was hurt. So like if he would have been healthy, I would have been like, all right, Venezuela deserves it. But I think I'd rather have Lennox get called up. Same. 
Yeah, but he's hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah Dylan said he's hurt. I don't know if there's any other young wing players. I don't really think so. And then we have Van Ranking, who's had well a deserved. hell of a year, so hell of a season so far for Chivas. But I, I can't help but feel like this should have been uh, Chapo Sanchez's moment if he would have been healthy. Because during the Osorio era, he should have at least gotten a look on the national team. But he yeah, never I mean, got it because his uh, height. Bro, what's funny, is that, what's funny is that Osorio probably would have loved Van, Van Rankin's height. Because he's kind of tall. He's not, a, he's not one of those short fullbacks. Yeah, I just don't think he was playing that well for Pumas. Yeah, but uh, like we said, no one expected him to yeah. play this well. But he's on him and Gudinho are both on loan. I don't. Well, Van Ranking is. Did I tweeted out the the his, the Jose Luis Higuera tweets through the yeah, he Chivas said no, right? account. He said he belonged to Chivas. Yeah, he said Gudinho is ours because people were adding him and telling him like, oh, this guy's just gonna leave us or we're gonna sell him to whoever. And he he told he told a bunch of people he's like, no, Gudinho belongs to us or you don't know what you're talking about so it, he, I, I still don't trust Nigera like I don't trust what he tweaks but for now it looks like Gudinho belongs to us when everybody everybody thought it, it was alone no one, no one reported that we bought him yeah but to be honest like he was not playing well at all in Europe so Porto might have it might have been like a loan with like an option to buy or something I don't know that might be it but, Same um, thing might be for Van Rankin. Too. Van, Van Rankin has a has an option yeah. to buy. I just don't. I, I just they hope they don't. It. Yeah, I just hope they don't like hit us with that. Like try to hit us over the head and get mad money oh, for okay. Van Rankin. Yeah, well, we do have an option to buy. Doesn't the, doesn't the fee get put in before? That's exactly yeah, what that's, I was gonna say. That's like what I think. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes I think they put it in there that they can renegotiate it or something. Because I remember, like, uh, who was it? When Real Madrid loaned out Hamas to Bayern, they only put, like, a $30 million fee, and Bayern couldn't wait to fucking exercise that option. But now he's, like, frustrated over there again, right? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, not that good, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that fee got put into place already and it's nothing, like, crazy because he wasn't really playing that much or playing that well. So, that shit, it might turn out to be a bargain. Yeah, I was I was tweeting with people and um, I was thinking like I I want Van Ranking, but I think it'll come down to what um, how Sanchez comes back. But like we do need the depth, but um, I don't know if oh, they'll be like we'll just Chapo, play Sanchez. It's weird because even like Chapo at his best, man. The way Van Ranking's playing right now, I don't like I don't know I don't know who 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 I'd go with to be honest. Yeah, but, well, but like Van Rankin's had some crucial moments, man. Like crucial. Yeah. Hey, come up big all year. Yeah, so I'm saying when we needed him, he's the one who stepped up and coming all the way from the freaking all the way from the defense, running up. Yeah, what what gives me a little a little hope for uh for Sanchez is that he's a versatile player. Like he started off as a right midfielder, right winger for us, and um, I think it was on May that that converted him to a right back, right? Yeah. yeah. So that that gives me like a little hope that they'll be like, all right, we'll keep Man ranking, and then we'll just move Chapo back up to where he nah. started off. Just keep no. Just keep one to back up the other. Just I let mean, him duke we it out. Have the depth at the time. Yeah. I mean, we don't know how Chapo's gonna. 
don't know how he's coming back from injury. Yeah, that's true. So we don't know if he'll return to be the same Chapo. Just let him duke it out. Best man wins. I mean, either way, we'll be happy with whoever starts. Whoever wins it. I wish we had someone to I'm compete more with uh, Aris. <laughs> Bro, can what, maybe we, somebody work on Chapo's left foot. <laughs> Take over that left that left flank spot, man. Oh, well, actually, um, what's his name? Carlos Ismeros is back in training with the team. Him and Pineda, him and Pineda are back in, with, back in, uh, they're training with the team. And that, I remember Cisneros would get put in that left back and he wasn't, he wasn't too bad at it. Almeida did it, but I don't know if, I don't know if Carlos would do it. Hey, if Cisneros wants a spot back on the team. He'd be like, yo, just put me a left back because I- Adi's is Bro, cause bad. <laughs> when he played, he looked terrible in the, in the, at the left wing or right wing. Yeah. He remember, was, remember when he the was crowd trash, just like, booed him off the yeah. field? And that just broke him. <laughs> he never recovered from it was, that. It was sad, sad to see, man, after that injury he had. Yeah. Um, we can talk about Guadinho a little more, I guess. He got called up to the national team. I, I already gave my two cents on that. I don't know if you guys want to add anything. Nah. I mean, you talked about it in depth already. Yeah. It was just, well deserved. It's well deserved, yeah. Especially considering the goalkeepers that they pulled that they brought up. You know? Yeah, they it brought seems uh, like Hugo Gonzalez and uh, La, La he did it in La spite of He did it in spite of Rito doubting him. <laughs> Any other names that you guys saw on the, on the call-ups? Oh, hold on. I'll give you a bunch of I don't know why. I don't know why Alvarado's on there. It was terrible last call ups. There's a bunch of them. You were getting damn guy called up. Bro, let's go through it. Uh, (laughs) Chaka Rodriguez, trash. Jesus Duenas, trash. Uh, Marco Fabian, I mean, has he even been playing? I don't know if he's been playing. Has he been starting? He's been playing. He's He's scored like a couple of goals recently. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's scored a couple of goals. He's broken according to Turkey. <laughs> yeah, Alvarado uh, Jergen, trash. Dam is beyond trash. Gwen has got called up again. He's trash. Uh, Rogi Menes, yeah, he's all right. Uh, Henry Martin, trash. Saldivar, eh. eh. It's like think, the, the, it's, you think Polito should have been called is... up over Saldivar? I think we're probably going to have to start playing without strikers, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the way all our guys look at it. I mean, how bad Bolito was in the last call ups, man. That's probably why I didn't call him up. I, I just think he, he's kind of adapted to guys... playing the way he needs to play on Chivas, and that's how he plays everywhere now. Are you are you guys surprised that, like, Godinez hasn't been called up? Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. Just to like look at search... what, he ha- what he can do, I guess. Right, right. Not, not, like, he's, not he's that he deserves Because he's so tall. Yeah. Because he's a big-bodied uh, striker, so he's like a saggy. I would have thought they would have used one of these games, to, like just to see what he what he can do. Bring in Vegas. No, yeah. no trophies again, so you know the, the lineup is trash. Well, he's still kind of, he's go? still hurt, right? Or what oh, is it, what hurt, is it right? that kept him out of the Clásico? He got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt in the previous game in the Pumas game. Yeah, but um. Pineda. That's what you get for using our best player in a fucking Copa MX game. <laughs> Pineda's back training with the team. Uh, Michael, what about Michael Perez? Perez? He, or he, he was, was healthy. ready for this game, right? He was ready, but Carlos didn't want to risk him. He didn't right. want to risk him. 
And then, like should've, I said, Carlos Cisneros, Carlos Cisneros is training again. Yeah, I want I want Perez to get a a look on the national team. I think he's all right. But we talked about it before, Flo, right? That we're like there's a little like more talented players that could like offer a little more than a Michael. Yeah, Perez but looking could. at this call up, <laughs> I mean, why not include him here? You know, you got Duenas. Why so, well, not give the, Perez a probably shot? Probably because of the injury, though. That's true. Um. Victor Guzman, I mean, he's well, he's well deserved. He had another good game. Eric Gutierrez, of course. Jonathan Gonzalez, he's young, so of course. Um, yeah, Duenas and Gomez, because Gomez plays the, that that defensive midfield also. We could have done without him. Yeah, but I don't even nice know what time, I don't even know what team Gomez is on. Isn't that on Tigres? I thought he was on Tigres. Probably not. I'm probably wrong. Someone's yelling at me on on their phone or whatever. Isn't that Duenas? I don't know, bro. Duenas is on Tigres. I thought Gwemez yeah, was too for some reason. Oh, is he? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I'm a guess. Yeah. I'm a guess. Uh, I'm guess Cholos. I'm a, no, I'm a guess. Uh, oh, you're never going to get it. Uh, oh, yeah. I just, you're I just Googled it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a guess. Uh, he plays for Sinaloa. <laughs> <laughs> Place for Querétaro. <laughs> Damn, that's what I was gonna say too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a single Querétaro player. <laughs> oh, he's not even that old. He's only 26, though. Yeah. So trash. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is he came up through the Sinaloa. <laughs> <laughs> he came up through Dorado. Oh, you were kind of right. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, like we talked about it with Dylan a little, but we wanted to cover the remaining opponents for Chivas. We have like we have a favorable favorable uh, schedule. We have Pumas, who's at uh, fifth right now. And then we have Lobos, who's at sixteenth. Morelia at fourteenth. Puebla at twelfth. Leon in thirteenth. And then our last game is against Tigres, who are right who right now are in seventh. So. Win, 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 win. <laughs> yeah, man, we're not gonna drop points the rest of the year. <laughs> Tell me. I hate I hate playing wait, Pumas, but wait, repeat the lineup again. Those teams. We got Pumas next. What? Win. Then we got Lobos Boap. Ah, uh, no, we definitely win that. We got Morelia. Win, win. We got Puebla. What's a win? Is that? If that's at uh, El Cuauhtemo, don't we have like a streak that we can't win over there for some reason? Probably they beat us last season. I feel like Puebla played really good last season, didn't they? Even though they, I don't know if they made the playoffs or not, but they started out good. I think um, they started off okay. But bro, then... you can't ever lose to Puebla. <laughs> Puebla, come on. After them, we have Leon. Win. And then we have Tigres. At home. At home. Win. Okay. But I mean, yeah, we have a we have a favorable schedule. Like, I, nothing, nothing, four, nothing but small teams. Four of those six games, I think we should win. Like a lock. Like the lower the, sure. non, the non the non playoff teams, I think we should beat them. Yeah, for sure, four wins we should have. There's, there's no excuse not to have four wins. I said we get. I said we get. Four one points. Four one one. We can finish four one one. That's a win. Yeah. Four win. Four wins. One tri- one time a loss. That would, that would get how many yeah, points? 13? 30 points. That would get us 15 points. And we're wow. at... Four, four wins is 12, and then one. 
13. 13. We're at, we're How at many do we 19. have right now? We're at, we're at 15, so that'd be 28 points. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. You need like 22 to like 24 Fours? to make the playoffs. And it's, it's no. really, it's a I'll really tight Four wins, right two now. draws. Well, it, it, we got to look at the other, t- I mean, we're obviously not going to do it right now, but we'll have to look at maybe for a future podcast for next week, maybe look at the other teams, see who they're playing. Because if Dylan says that America has basically has all play all the top eight teams remaining, basically. Yeah, they have they have a tough schedule. Like they got so we gotta their see, easy like, part of it already. Right, so we got to see like what the teams in front of us who they have. Hopefully, they all play each other and drop points against each other. Yeah, we play Bumas and Tigres who are in playoff spots right now. So if we can beat them, we either gain ground or, at the time, we may be able to jump them. Like this Bumas yeah, game, this Bumas game is important because. They're in fifth. They got nineteen. We got fifteen. We beat them. We're one point behind them on the on the table, gaining ground. I'm telling you, six. We're gonna end up in six. Yeah, I think six. I mean, we, those we, are some easy teams, man. Yeah. Those are some easy teams. We said we said at the beginning of the, at the season we said uh, six to eight would be where we land, and we're starting to score goals now. Yeah, it feels it feels good. <laughs> to like consistently every week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like now we play a little. We play. We play consistent now. Before it was kind of like we'll have a great game and then three weeks of terrible games. But that's that's not me criticizing on Meta. <laughs> <laughs> no, never that. You guys saw his picture of him, uh, his selfie in front of the. Uh, what is it called now? Ak- Akron. Whatever, whatever our stadium is called now. He took like a selfie in front of it. Oh yeah, it was like right before, right? Yeah. The day before, the day before, yeah, for the classical. It's like that that girlfriend that keeps sticking around. <laughs> yeah. Man, I can't believe. Ah, man, I don't know what's going on with Armada, man. I can't believe they're not going to give him the national team. It's tragic. Yeah, it's tragic it's what they're doing to him. Crazy. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Oh, we have. I think we have one Twitter question. I tweeted out late. <laughs> Said, "What's the reason Chivas has trouble keeping their leads?" Our center backs <laughs> and not making substitutions. Yeah, I think, that one. I think that's nice. it. <laughs> Bro, this game, I thought a few. If he just would have made one or two substitutions, like as soon as we scored that goal, like it's almost like you re- you refresh the midfield again with Gael. Man, that would it would have it would have helped. It would have helped a lot. So it sucks. Yeah, it was like like I was saying, it was it was the Monterrey game all over again, but we didn't capitalize this time. We could have ripped them apart in the midfield. We throw in Sandoval, but um, I don't know what Cardoso was doing. I think he was probably so into the fucking game he forgot he had to make subs. <laughs> he was probably so nervous trying to win his first classical. <laughs> Because for the most part, he's not, he's been pretty well. Like in the last last couple of weeks, he's pretty good with the subs. Yeah, he he's he's improved because we at the beginning of the season we yeah. would get pissed and his subs would make yeah. no sense. But now they were starting to make sense, and maybe maybe the game did get to him this game. Like he just kind of forgot or whatever. Yeah, because that's there's no excuses to get like I think plus like eighty something minute and you don't fucking make a sub. Yeah, it was the sub came after um, America had already tied. Right. Sandoval came in already after. 
And then uh, Saldivar came in for Pulido. Man, I would have loved to see like uh, maybe Gael on one side, maybe uh, Edson Tor- Torres too. Some quick that could still kill them on a the counter. Just keep them honest. Yeah, I think I, I think Torres can be like a kind of like a super sub, like the 80th minute. Just throw him on there, let him try to tear up a tired midfield backline. Yeah, you keep them a little worried. Mm-hmm. Keep their defense honest. Keep them honest. Nope. Yeah. Nope. You ain't do none of that shit. But yeah, I think that's what. That's why Chivas has dropped has dropped leads. I think substitutions at times and then not going after the kill once you're up, kind of sitting back, letting teams get back into the game. That was yeah, and at the at the end of the day, like Gael, Gael uh, no, not Gael, uh, Cervantes and and Beltran, they you can clearly see those kids have a bright future. But at yeah. the end of the day, they're still young. They're still young players and. And their real their role should be subbed off the bench, and they've done a great job these past couple weeks. Um, but yeah, you'd rather have an Orbelin and a Michael Perez. They would have it would have been probably more help. Two players that maybe understand the situation more and the magnitude of the game, or maybe even like an Orbelin and then just throw in one of the young kids or a Perez and right, throw in yeah. one of the young kids. Just let right. them like help them learn during the game, like walk them through stuff and shit. I think that'd be good too. But um, yeah, we got Pumas on Saturday at home. They're in fifth. We're in ninth. They're only four points ahead of us. I personally hate when we play Pumas. Like for some reason, those games are always trash to me. <laughs> like even when we play them in the final, like in uh, what was it, like oh four, I think, or whatever, when we lost in the shootout. Like that was like yeah, those games are bad. I remember. They weren't fun to watch. They, they, I feel like they, they play up to the game more than we do. Like they care more. <laughs> so hopefully uh, that doesn't happen this weekend. Yeah, I think I think we got it because um they they started off hot. I remember like they were in first for a couple of weeks and I was like, like them oh, and Azul, right? They're just gonna fall off, and I thought Cruz Azul was gonna fall off too, but they've been a little more consistent Pumas fell off I don't know why but maybe look into that a little because they are who we thought they were <laughs> they're trash <laughs> mm-hmm. these small these small mentality teams bro small team mentality <laughs> small club mentality mm. alright anything else you guys want to add before I like we wrap the, this up I like the arsenal of Liga MX Damn. <laughs> but they don't even win the Copa Amec. <laughs> hey, we win the FA well, Cup. Well, they're going for it this season. <laughs> we they're win the, the FA Cup. Cup. <laughs> what are they, like in semifinals now? Of After what? beating us yet, right? Because they beat us. For so what? Pumas is now what? Oh. Copa Amec? Yeah, the Copa Amec. Yeah, yeah. So now they're like semifinals. So they're, 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 close. they're close to winning. They played yesterday or today. Or oh, they might they, they might be playing right now. Yeah, they're playing right now. They're they're beating Leon one 0 There you go. They're going for it. Oh, quarterfinals. So it's to get to the semifinals. Yeah, quarterfinals. All right. Well, the Twitter, the Chivas and Norte Twitter account broke a thousand followers this week. 
and we said once we had a thousand followers, we were gonna do a couple of giveaways. I guess thousand five, um, damn. <laughs> uh, details, I guess, to come. We gotta see what we're gonna give out, but probably the best prize would be like a jersey or something. But we'll keep Dang. everybody keep everybody updated. Who's sponsoring this? Rigo. 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 Signed by Rigo and Varro. The wealth. Rigo the wealth is uh, supporting this giveaway. <laughs> Does he know about it? Or will he find out about it later? <laughs> He'll find out it offline. <laughs> but yeah, we got that. And uh, if you're not following the Twitter account, at Chivas del Norte on Twitter, if you guys let them know where they can find you. The giveaway is going to be you get to fly out to watch a Liga Mexican with Rigo. Oh. Be disappointed with him. <laughs> and, and one of and one of Varro's jerseys that don't fit him anymore. <laughs> Damn. All right. Twitter? What? What did you say? Yeah. Uh, you can find me at The Real Flow. Uh, FLO, no W. Also, you can follow our pro club team at TCKFC on Twitter. The best pro club team in the land. <laughs> Facts. Fake news. Bad, bad week for TCKFC individuals, though. <laughs> Why? What happened? Flo Who struggled. Flo took oh. an L. <laughs> Tom Marshall took an L. I took an L. <laughs> I, I forgot he's on your club. I forgot he's on your pro club. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you took a, who'd you take an L to? <laughs> Stray. That's oh embarrassing. God. That's Does embarrassing. Does he even play? I don't know, but he played me with Liverpool, and their pace is, like, ridiculous in the game. Uh, with, tell, tell with, the Ars- score. with Arsenal's back line, I lost 5 tell 1. Score. That shit was so trash. <laughs> 5 5 1. That's crazy, bro. That's I didn't even know he played like that. I didn't know he was a player. I don't, he was I don't a think pro- he does. He, he does. I don't think like he that. does. <laughs> it was just that nah. pace. That pace was ridiculous. Like, Salah could run away from everybody in that game. Bro, but I can't do it in fucking in foot. My guys always get hucked down by slow ass defenders. I, yeah, yeah. That's Arsenal, man. It's so stupid. <laughs> Arsenal's like bro, the, the one guy. true team of FIFA. <laughs> bro, if you guys, if anyone plays on Xbox, I might have to start recruiting for my pro clubs because we're gonna have to get rid of some of the players that trash. <laughs> yeah, it must. Be. And, they even, and they don't even play anymore. People got <laughs> girlfriends. They do. They got lives to live now. They don't want to play pro clubs <laughs> that much. I know. We got we made it to D four and like Luis like Luis over here like I got kids everything I don't <laughs> care I'm still playing pro clubs. <laughs> nah, my, bro, my son will sit right next to me playing. <laughs> People like Dad, you're so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think our, our pro club team, our team's already in division what four I think four I think yeah yeah. So I think our we're pro five team. with one game to go, bro. We've gone like a couple fucking days without playing because motherfuckers just don't get on. Yeah, we're about to play right now. We're about to get to Division Three. All right, let them know. Let them know where they could reach out to you and join your pro club, Luis. Uh, you already know. Uh, I'll be tagged, so just let me know if you guys play on Xbox. Maybe we'll give you a tryout or something. You better be good, and you better play defense. <laughs> Motherfuckers just like they, people just love to run up, man. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't. They don't know it gets serious when you get to like D three, D two, D one. Yep. I think that's why I think that's why Varro excels in pro clubs because we give him a role and he plays it well. <laughs> he's like oh, he's wait, like where, do, where does he play? <laughs> he plays like middle, a defensive middle wing. <laughs> middle wing. He's like a defensive. He's like a defensive Bro, he was, midfielder, but then he also pushes pushes up the wing. <laughs> he was Van Rankin. He was Van Rankin out there. 
Yeah, hey, he, I mean, you, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised how, how many tackles and interceptions he gets um, in the midfield. You might have to replace him with Stray, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, he's, play, not a, he's not play. a product of the system. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, man, people don't understand, man. Pro clubs is not that easy. People, you have to play with them like a certain. Like you have to play together. Yeah, you have, you to. have to understand. Like once you play with certain, like like we've been playing for what, like two, three years now. Yeah, so like we three years. How we all play, like we'll make these cuts that nobody else would know to cut, like yeah, stuff like that. So same we, with the, especially this FIFA, where the where speed's not that big of a fa- like last. I feel like last FIFA you could just outrun the whole back line. Yeah. So now you got to play a little bit smarter. Now you got to play more as a team. Yeah. Like I always say, people. So, whenever I I just score, I'm always like, wait, Chicha taught me my movement. <laughs> I'm always out guys, there moving, making runs. Did you guys end up making any signings from the people that reached out? Uh, uh, we got a new right back. But I don't think he reached out through the podcast. Nah. There's, there's uh, one guy that reached out, but he's on Xbox, at least. You should talk to him. Maybe he's good. Oh, yeah. He, uh, I think... I forget his I forget his Twitter name. Oh, I think, it's, yeah, I think I'll tell you. Yeah. I'm going to have to... To be honest, I might recruit freaking Ivan and Dylan. I think they play on Xbox. Ivan does... I don't know if yeah. Ivan does. Yeah, he does, right? Ivan does. Ivan. Yeah, he plays on both. Yeah, well, yeah he plays on both. Man, that's sure, this dude got a YouTube channel, plays on both systems, <laughs> and you're over here trying to give me crap. Man, I, I was a better bro, player plays, in that game. He plays career mode, bro. <laughs> I don't I don't play any of those modes. I just play pro club. Like, 90% of my games yeah. are pro clubs. I'm I used to handling one player. Mode is. <laughs> bro, I might start streaming my fuck games, because just so you guys can hear the rage. I've been getting so pissed. Oh, the, the, so the, much the, anger, man. Here, I wish we could Every record. Every once in a like, while, I play foot, and there's rage. I wish we were, oh, you can, I wish we could record now, like our our game sessions and just flows like rages. Like, oh man, my rage you is need, hilarious. Like, uh, I don't know what program you need. I don't have all that like pro, no, you, all the programs. You can do it now. You can do it now on PlayStation. It's just straight through Twitch. But does it include your like ours? You can record the game, but it doesn't include the audio <laughs> of our headsets and stuff. It, yeah, it does. Oh, you, uh, can. Oh, yeah. you can put it. Jose, yeah. Jose uh, did it like that one time. Oh, shit. Maybe I'll tell him to do it and we'll just make a compilation of all your rage attacks. Oh, man. <laughs> I got a friend who streams, but he doesn't really play people like that. When things are not going our way, the rage is real. <laughs> oh, no. Nah. You guys. I'll you start, guys I, I start calling you people out, rage. man. <laughs> I'm going oh, like, to see if there's doing? a way I can stream. I'm going to stream a session so you guys can hear this one kid. Oh man, he takes it to the. He'll his mom will walk in. He'll be like, "Get the fuck out!" What? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked. So one time his dad came in. He's like, "Oh, you think you're Ronaldo?" <laughs> the co- the cocacity. <laughs> All right, guys, we're out of here. Cake's so funny, man. <laughs> All right, later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>